0: Good morning. Nachum. Good Erev. Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Noah. In Parshas Noah, we encounter the second thousand years of civilization. There are two major sins that are addressed in the parsha. Firstly, the door Hamabul, the generation that is destroyed by the flood, and secondly, the dor ha the generation that's dispersed. Very quickly, regarding the first one, the generation of the flood, the Torah tells us, Oretz, ho-elokim, the earth became corrupt. The rabbis tell us that there was idolatry, there was immorality, and the Nexar, the Gzardin was chamas. that there was unfortunately violence, theft, and corruption man to man. And therefore Hashem says if there is no peace between man, there is no purpose for this world. The world was created olam chesed yibaneh it was built on kindness God in his kindness created man the Gemara in the last Perak of Sanhedrin describes them possibly because they had it too good right they had a beautiful environment and they would have to plant and sow once in 40 years and the harvests were plentiful, that they had enough to keep them going, and forgive me, maybe with too much free time on their hands, they put it, unfortunately, to wrong use rather than positive use. So Hashem destroys the door Hamabul. The second sin found at the end of the parsha in chapter 11 is introduced to us with the following terminology. The Torah says The whole earth was of one language and of unified words. The idea being that unfortunately because they were all thinking alike the thinking alike as Rashi tells us To us, it sounds so foolish, but they were using their technology to try to rebel against Hashem. And Hashem says because they are unified in ideology, there is no room with such people to introduce a new idea. The new idea that's going to bring meaning and purpose to this world is at the very end of the Parsha with the birth of Avram Avinu. The world could not, would not, explains Ebenezer, accept Avram Avinu or even listen to him if there had not been the dispersion whereby Hashem mixed up their language. They were all speaking initially Lashon HaKodesh, Hebrew, and then everybody began to speak 70 different languages, and so there was room for questioning. There was room for a new individual on the horizon called Avram Avinu. Now, I'd like to focus on three words in the Torah. And to ask a very simple question. How many extra words are there in the Torah? And properly, you're going to say none. And you're right. However, take out the chumash, bring it to the table, and open up to, easy to remember, Parag Zion, 7, chapter 7, verse 7. And what does the Torah say? After Hashem instructs Noah initially to build the Teva and he does so for 120 years and now he says to him Noah get ready to come to the ark because you and your family I have found to be righteous and more important you and your family are going to be saved the Torah tells us in verse 7, Vayavu Noach, Noach comes, Uvanov, his sons, Ishto, his wife, Unasheh vanav and his daughters-in-law, Ito el They come with him to the ark. Good. The Torah then concludes the verse with, me Hamabo Because of the waters of the flood. Now those words at first glance are superfluous. Why is he going in? He's going in because he trusts God and the prophecy that he received that the flood is coming momentarily. Now watch. Rashi quotes the Gemara. Rosh Hashanah 11a. And what does the Rashi say? Af noach mik'tanei Noach was one of those persons with little faith. What does that mean? Ma'amin, he believed, ma'amin, and did not believe fully. Sheyavo ma'bul, that the flood would come. V'lo nichnas and he didn't go in and into the ark. Ad shetchoku amayim, till the waters forced him in. The force of the waters forced him in. So Rashi says this is a deficiency, in the character of Noah that he believed and didn't believe. So what's going on here? How could we say that he didn't believe if for 120 years he builds it and anybody asks him, hey Noah, what are you doing? And he tells him Hashem is going to bring a flood. And he prepares food for all and every animal and miraculously goes out and takes seven additional pairs of animals which are going to be brought as we find later on in chapter 8 for the offerings, korbanos afterwards. How can we accuse Noach of being mamin ve'ino mamin? And I saw very beautifully explained in the Sefer Sum derech by Rav Brody Sachrona Levracha, a very powerful idea. The Torah is getting into the pneumious, into the literally innards of the person. We're going to read next week in Lech Lecha and a contrast between Noah and Avraham that Hashem says to Avraham in the opening verse leave your father's home, Eschol legoi I'll make you into a great nation avorechocho, I'll bless you, you'll become rich, and gad uh, shemecha, you'll be world famous So who wouldn't take up God's proposal? So what does the Torah say right after that? That Avraham does and listens to God. Why? Because God commanded. He went for the right reason. He didn't go because he was looking for the money and the fame. He went because God said to go. And here, Noah is hesitating because he's not entering the ark for no other reason because God told him to. He's entering the ark because uh-oh, I'm being pushed into the ark. It shows this little bit of a flaw in his character. But what does it mean to believe and not believe? Says the Kedush Levi, Rab Levi of B'aditchev. A very powerful idea. Noach didn't believe. Do you know in whom he didn't believe? Noach didn't believe in himself. Noach didn't believe that he could change the circumstance. Noach doesn't pray for his generation. And that's why in the Torah, Yeshua in chapter 54 refers to the flood waters as May Noach. And he does so twice because the rabbis point and accuse it a finger and say, Noach! had you only believed in the efficacy of prayer, had you only believed that your prayer would make a difference, had you only believed that there is good in others, had you only believed that you spoken out to the people and told them that there's going to be a flood, that they would listen to you, very possibly you could have, should have changed the sad reality. And so there is a very powerful lesson to be learned from Noah and that is that we are to believe in ourselves and as we find regarding Dover HaMelech Vayigba libo Hashem on the one hand a person is supposed to be not just modest but excessively modest however through that modesty should come forth an incredible pride in one's belief in Hashem and in acting in accordance with that belief. So the first thing is that Noah unfortunately lacked that self-confidence and the belief in himself and the belief in others. And I don't have to tell you, but every single morning, when we say Ani, we thank God every morning for his renewing our lease on life. Hashem for giving us our soul back, giving us another chance. Because after all, when we sleep at nighttime, it is one sixtieth of death. And so thank you, Hashem. And what do we say? Ani Lefanecha. I gratefully thank you, melechai v'kayom, living and eternal God, she'echazarto binishmosi, for you have returned my soul within me, b'chemlo, with compassion. And listen to the last part, last two words, rabo emunasecho, great and abundant is your faith. What does that mean, your faith? It should be great and abundant, is my faith, the one who's saying the moda'ani? And the answer is, we begin every day by saying, guess what? Hashem has faith in me. If Hashem has faith in me, guess what? I too will have faith in whatever comes my way. I can overcome it. And I can be there to be a mashpia on others. And I don't have to tell you, but too often, we are afraid to approach other people. We're a little bit shy we're a little bit nervous we're a little bit uh, ashamed the bottom line is don't don't the idea is take that first step somebody doesn't come to shul for a couple of days pick up the telephone and call see if he's okay it's going to go a long way somebody new comes to the Beis says, Welcome that person. Don't rely upon somebody else. Each person, you be the one to welcome. You be the one. The person is going to feel that much more welcome and you are doing what you are to be doing. You are to be concerned about the next one. Yisrael Salanta says beautifully, the next one's Gashmias. I go shopping and I know there's a shut-in. And I call, what can I pick up for you? What can I get for you? So my concern for their physical well-being is really my ruchnias, is my spirituality. My spirituality is the concern for their everyday uh, needs. And so we are to be the Jewish people and or la goyim, which is that we are to be a light unto the nations and this comes about only when we have sufficient self-confidence in ourselves and so i pray that we take it and understand that there are no extra words and when the torah says that noach went in because of me'am abul, because of the waters of the flood which quote pushed him into the ark it showed this flaw in his belief may we learn from Noah a great sense of pride in listening to the word of Hashem Shabbat Shalom to all